0: Yes, welcome to The Fend, brought to you by George's Fire Meets Cherrybrook and also Five Star Real Estate. Horsey with you, and I am joined, as always, by rugby league legend Gary, Jimmy, Jack. How are you, Gaz? Oh, I'm
1: great, Horsey. Uh, a fantastic weekend of footage. I've never seen the football so close, exhilarating all the games across the weekend. They're all so close, close and oh,
0: I just can't wait to just
1: discuss them and go through them.
0: Well, you're right there. Um, there was two golden point games, and the first four rounds of this competition are statistically the tightest in history for rugby league. That's going back 115 years. I think well the enough. average margin is 8.8 points. 8. Yeah. 8.8 points, is that right? Yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's the tightest of all time. It's incredible. And crowds uh, for the first four rounds are the highest yeah. they've been. Uh, since 1998 when the NRL was formed. They are averaging 9,500 fans. So Rugby League right now is flying. So we'll talk more about that and a few other issues, including, hey, you owed us the top 10 blondes. I hope you've got that list for us. We've also got some big talking points in terms of Joseph Swali. Despite all this great news about Rugby League, he's gone to Rugby Union. Well, he's going to Rugby Union at the end Mm. of 2024. I want your reaction to that, Jimmy, and what the game should do. And also a couple of characters who are constantly in the headlines. The two cases of Anthony Griffin and Luke Brooks. What do we do with these two gentlemen? We'll get to that also. But let's kick it off with the Five Star Five brought to you by Five Star Real Estate at Hornsby. Nathan Cleary's two-point field goal It's Parramatta. They lost the game, the Panthers, but this seemed to be the major talking point. What a kick it was. Jimmy, have you seen anything like it? Last play of the game, the Eels were up 16-14. Junior will yeah. Simbin for a high tackle, 15 seconds left on the clock. Nathan Cleary steps up from 45 metres out. Yeah,
1: no, mate. I've never seen anything like it um, from, from that. They kicked the ball out, one pass in, he bangs it over, and it never looked like missing. Really, once it left his boot, uh, in fact, it was caught by by Guthe behind the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. goal line there yeah. after he <laughs> kicked it, which was quite amazing for Gutha to be back there. It was a fantastic. It's something that I've never seen before. That just shows you the skill of yeah of Nathan Cleary, what he can do. Um, mm. You know, not only with the ball, but when he when he's kicking it. So it was it was just a great skill because, as I said, that two point field goal was brought into. Uh, to make it more exciting, uh, worth the, rather than inside the 40. And it was just, it was great
0: to see for the game. It really it really was something that, that I'll never forget. You're, you're exactly right there, Jimmy. Because, I look, I'll admit, I was a critic of the two-point field goal when Peter Valandis brought it in a few years ago. I thought it's not necessary. I'd rather see, in this instance, say, the Panthers zing the ball around and try and score the try to win the game. But the, the skill that Cleary produced on that occasion, and others like Adam Reynolds, it's just extraordinary, and you compare mm. that, Jimmy, that game to the AFL round one, which was uh, Richmond Carlton, 58 all draw, everyone goes home, uh, no extra time in AFL. It, it's, yeah. a, there's no comparison. The, the spectacle no. we had the other day at Combank yeah. Stadium just left AFL for dead in terms of pure yeah. theatre yeah. and drama. Yeah. It was just, uh, just uh, yeah, go ahead. And the, and the people come back, Adam, the people come back. Oh, yeah. They'll never forget they were there the night
1: that yeah, you know, Cleary kicked the field goal. You know, they'll, they'll and kicked a field goal, and that, that stays with them. And, that, that's, and as a result, you know, we got a result. Not, we didn't get in, finish at sixteen all. We got a result. So golden points have been great. The extra uh, point for the field goals has been great
0: as well. So well done, Peter Polandis. All right, uh, number two on the list, uh, Katoni Stags' is try at Suncorp Stadium, and that epic Brisbane—the battle for Brisbane between the Broncos and Dolphins. A lot of mistakes in the game, but it was intense. It was a—it was a great start to that rivalry between the the newest team in the NRL and the Broncos, who were trying to defend their patch. The Broncos getting the cash in the end. Katoni Stags running a hundred meters, picked up the the grubber kick to seal yeah. things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this 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 game was a, a great game. This had, had everything, Horsey. This was it was tough. It was intense. There was skill. Yeah, you know, there was blood spilt. The rivalry between Brisbane and Redcliffe. You know, it it had everything. I, I must say, there was one instance there um, when uh, Reese Reese Walsh he did a try saver. Uh, I think on Jesse Arthur's. Sorry, no, Jesse knew. Jesse knew in the corner. Yeah. What a mm. tackle. He was over for all money. You could see how tough that, that Redcliffe were in the forwards with Nichols and Wallace and Bromwich and Stone,
0: old Ray Stone. He's a great player, Ray Stone. It's he's not that old. He's playing for para. He looks old. He looks like he's been around for eons, but he's actually <laughs> – He does. He looks 45, yeah. but he's yeah. probably
1: only 25. And the toughness in their pack, which allowed them to, to play that expansive footy that they do. Yeah, you know, then the they lost poor old Sullivan. He's had a pec injury, so he might be out for a few weeks with that. Um, you know, it was Reynolds was was great. You know, uh, he set up the try for Cape with fifty a fifty meter run to win the game, and um
0: that uh, that were just fantastic with the yeah. with that fantastic try at the end. Four from four for the Broncos to start the season. Uh, no one really predicted that one. Scotty's uh, sorry, it's John Sattler's night out at um Accor Stadium, the Rabbitohs and the Seagulls. Scotty Sattler was there, of course, with his family. Yeah. A very emotional night. Geez, they did it well. Mm-hmm. The Rabbitohs. There was train delays, unfortunately, in the area. So I think that kept the crowd down to only about 15,000. But mm-hmm. it, it couldn't take away from the spectacle. And South fittingly, through Lachlan Ilias, uh, bringing up 13 points, which was Sats' playing number uh, with that golden point field goal to win 13-12 over Manly.
1: Yeah, what I'll take away, Adam, from that game is is before the game, the players in the circle showing respect to Johnny Sattler and they had a picture of, of young Scott Scott Sattler in the middle with the players, and George Pickens was there too. Mm. Yeah. Two of two of the greats of that club standing there for uh, for Johnny Sattler. That
0: memory will stay with me for, forever, forever and ever. Yeah. And it, it was a, it was a tremendous game. Yeah, and it was good to see uh, Russell Crowe there also with George Piggins at the end of the game. Those two were obviously at loggerheads through the whole privatisation privatization, privatization uh, ordeal back in 2006. So good to see uh, fences have been mended there. What about Nico Hines returning the Dally M Player of the Year, first game of the year for the Sharks against the Dragons? And, uh, wow, he was sensational. And uh, they just ran away with that one against the poor old Dragons, 40-8. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, – I
1: wasn't to – pretty try set up by Nico uh, uh Ramey and try, tribe won by Nico mulitalo second try uh Titoa, try set up by Nico <laughs> uh Ramey and second try set up by Nico he was everywhere like for a guy who hasn't played for this his first game of the season he was outstanding he was he performed from last year and you gets they are a real threat to mm. when he's playing with that back line they've got they have got an amazing back line right across from one from one to thirteen. And he, he is the he ignites them. Yeah, the, the guy that was there, uh, the halfback last week, last couple of weeks, he played very well as well. But Nickel Hines took it to an, to another level. It took him probably twenty minutes to get his get his eye
0: in, but after that he was dynamite. Well, that, and you're right. They are right up to this to their eyeballs, this premiership race, uh, the sharks. I mean, they went close last year, really. They disappointing yeah. finals exit. They'll be burned by that, they'll have hunger. So, yeah, they are looking really good. And I want to give a wrap to um, the Warriors, who have really started the year strongly under their new coach, Andrew Webster. Hey, there was two assistant coaches at the Panthers who got first grade gigs this year. Cameron Serraldo was on the back page just about every day. Webster maybe got a a couple of briefs up near the crosswords in the paper, but he has done a great job with the Warriors. they they cut out the stupid mistakes. I was waiting for them to implode against Canterbury. I really was. But in front of a big crowd over there in Auckland, they kept their nerve. And, and the biggest testament for Andrew Webster is the form of Sean Johnson. He, he's playing great. He's cut out the errors, mm. scored the match winner. He looks back mm. to his very best, and that's got to be down to the new coach. He's he's revived yeah. his career, and they are looking at yeah. good things, the Warriors.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I thought that maybe um, Johnson's four, he was over over it. His best days were well behind him, but somehow he has... He has got into uh, Johnson's brain, and he is playing fantastic footy at, at number seven, and he's the, he's the spark. You know, he's, he's, we know how great a player he is. He, he's back got that form now at, what,
0: 32 or 33. That's our top five for the five-star five. One thing I could have easily slotted in there was, uh, I don't know if you saw from Newcastle, it was in the coverage of the Raiders' Knights match, Jimmy. Uh, Jack Whiten got sin-binned, and as he left the field, a little kid went to give him a high five. And Jack White and being a, a good guy. He went to give the high five to the the kid and the kid pulled out he pulled out and left him hanging and burned him completely. <laughs> so obviously the kid's a Knights fan. It looks funny. I mean, there'll be people out there saying you know, a little brat, a little smart ass, but it was it was pretty funny. Yeah,
1: that, that was funny. I, I did see that. That was hilarious, actually. That <laughs> and Jack White, well he, he probably deserved it. He had a really uh, hot and cold
0: day um mm. here.
1: He certainly uh, galvanises people with the, with the way he plays.
0: Well, there's another two-point field goal in that one. Uh, Matt Frawley from the Raiders put them up 14-8 at halftime, but then the Knights just completely own the second half. They're playing well too under Adam O'Brien. They've really found some steel this year, the Knights. They won that one 24-14. Uh, let's just go back to that Parramatta-Penrith grand final rematch, Battle of the West, Jimmy. I was out there. What a occasion it was. Uh, I was sitting right in front of that Nathan Cleary two-point field goal, and, um, yeah, I was watching Gutho behind the post thinking – watching his positioning as to whether it was going to go through. And yeah, he was underneath the post the whole time. It was always going over. And I, yeah, heads dropped, mate. I was in the grandstand. Heads dropped because Parramatta had lost their first three games by four points. This was going to be their first win. Suddenly it was 16-all and everyone thought, not again, another heartbreaker. But a credit to the Eels, They really composed themselves, which is what they've been lacking. They kept their heads. And Regan Campbell-Gillard, who was enormous, gave the momentum to pave the way for Mitchell Moses, who... Who kept his head. He was very calm and just potted it over for 17-16, a much-needed victory for the Eels. And, yeah, the Parramatta front rowers, Junior Barlow, who's now been suspended for two matches, and and RCG, they were just enormous for Parramatta.
1: Yeah, they were. They really – Moses had had one of his best games also. He led them. He did try assists and uh, kicking the field goal at the end for, uh, for, uh, for Parramatta as well. And it, was, it was a great win, you know. I mean, I must say, if you think about it as a, as a fullback and someone's 45 metres out and they're trying to win the game, you don't go behind the goalposts and anticipate what's going to happen from Guther. Strange, strange behaviour from a fullback to do that because they could chip over the top, they could oh. chip it shorter, and all of a sudden you're behind the goalpost and you're out of play. So I think he just went back there for a bit of a review just in case he does get it. And he got a bird's eye view of that great kick. Speaking of Gatho
0: and Strange, uh, there was a report this week. What? (laughs) They go together. Gatho and Strange (laughs) go together. I'll tell you he's he's in
1: He's out out near Pluto or Saturn. Nah, Gatho is a
0: great switched on, mate. He's good. um, There was a report this week that Parramatta were looking. It it sort of came out as Parramatta were looking to replace Gutho with another fullback. What mm. it actually is, is they're looking for an X-factor player in the back line who may well be a fullback, and they've just let Gutho know that we're looking for this sort of player, and how do you feel about it? So it's not a, it's not a bid to replace Clint Gutherson, of fullback, which would be madness. He's been their best player. You saw that tackle he made on James Fisher-Harris when he grubbed ahead the big fella, and, and Gutho just shut him down five metres after the try line. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does that regularly, Gutho. So mm. they're not looking to replace him by any stretch, but they do need you know, another strike player out wide. And, okay. But, it, yeah, it's been misinterpreted and it's caused a bit of a confusion.
1: Yeah, but use that terminology, an and X-factor fullback. An X-factor fullback. If I was a fullback and they want an X-factor fullback, they want someone who can create something from nothing, um, but they want him to play fullback. Or well, where's he going to play?
0: Oh, well, it could be anyone. It doesn't have to be a fullback. It could be a centre. It could be like a Joey Manu, those sort of players. That can also be like Wills be in England, those sort of guys. Um, just someone who can... Add a bit more strike power to the back line.
1: Yeah. yeah. And if okay. it hap- if well, that player happens
0: to be a fullback, then well, would Gutho move the, the, to five. No, he wouldn't move to five, eight, but he would go to the centers, where Wanga yeah. Blake hasn't really been setting the world on fire, has he? So there's Yeah, no. Well
1: yeah, if you talk about an X Factor fullback, uh there's young young Maine Laurie from the Tigers who who was dropped last week. Uh he came on with ten to go. Yeah, mm. uh, he hasn't um he had the first. Uh, he doesn't like catching yeah. the high
0: balls, though. Jimmy, does he? he? Doesn't
1: like catching the high ball. No, that's correct. But he is that X-factor player who can certainly make a difference when he's around the ruck or at fullback. He can create opportunities, which he may not be too keen to play at the Tigers, coming off the bench or playing reserve grade.
0: Um, if they leave their team as they've done for last week, going forward. Well, let's talk Tigers because while Moses was the hero, his mate. Brooks, Luke Brooks was the zero. Um, another not great effort there from the number seven for the Tigers. Watch, what should they do? What do we do here? I mean, he had a chance to go to Newcastle last season. They really should have taken that. They should have kept Jackson Hastings. We've been over that, I guess. Is it time for him to have a little spell in reserves? Am I being too harsh on him here? What do you think? Yeah, look, it's a tough. look, and I, I don't want to beat him up, but, you know, he had a shocker again on the weekend.
1: You know, he's kicking games off. Um, he's passed selections off you know you, you can't kick it dead and give him a 7 second set set and that's what storm they scored a try for 7 second set set so you know he's he he just fails to read he needs someone to tell him what to do that's why I thought him and Jackson Hastings together would be a good combination um yeah well, it was working young, there it was working for a while there it, it was and then was, hastings yeah, got injured
0: yeah. that that's right he, he
1: did his ankle um so it, that's a dad, that's a
0: dud call isn't it letting hastings go to newcastle yeah. so that was a dud call could,
1: because he needs someone to tell, him, to tell him what to do. And he's a very good individual player, but he needs someone who can read play, who can understand play. And that's what Jackson Hastings was a perfect foil for him. You know, he wasn't the quickest, but he was quick between the years. And you, you can see what guidance he's given Newcastle. And they've had two wins out of four games. So Because of Jackson Hastings, they, I don't know what they're going to do with him. You know, really, that, that, Sheens wanted to keep him. They could let him go, as you said. I think he's got to stick with him. Can, play, but
0: can playing Reggie's help? Can it? Can it give you confidence?
1: No, Did- I don't think it will. I think with a player like him, it will. It will destroy him. I think it will destroy him. Some blokes you really got to pick up and hold them up until how how good they are and and stick with him and support him whatever he does. Other, if you drop him, I don't think you'll ever. He, he won't play. He won't come back. I really think he, that yeah. about him. Um. So he, he's got to stick with him. He was his first choice halfback uh, all the way through. You know he, he's a Sheens man. He's got to stick with him. Like loyalty goes both ways, and uh, he's, he's, he's got him having him in there. So then that creates problems for Dewey. Where does Dewey fit in? He'd he played.
0: All- he shouldn't be at full, He shouldn't be at fullback.
1: No, of course he shouldn't be at fullback. He's not a fullback's bootlace. You know he should be at six. And they put Wakem in there. He played well on the back of a tired Canterbury side in the heat. Uh, they scored three tries in five minutes. But yeah, okay, but they were very tired, Kendry, and, and they had the game won anyway. So he's put him back in there and he didn't fire against a storm on the weekend. So, you know it's all these decisions that Sheens has got to make and he's got to get
0: some direction. Um, you know, but losing uh losing a scrum losing a scrum yes. win that yeah. it, it happens once a year and it just happened to be on Brooks's feed. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the referee yeah. let it go. I noticed. I noticed. I think the next night, uh, South won one against the feed, and the referee called it straight back. He called it straight back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. that's unlucky for Brooks and uh, yeah. But you're right. I mean, I remember uh, Ash Taylor and Anthony Milford there, a couple of playmakers. I, re- I remember struggling for form. They got dropped. Didn't really help them. They never really went back and thrived. So you, you're right there. I think it's going to be a change of club, Jimmy. I just think it's got to yeah, be. I, do. I need a new. I think it has to be. He needs yeah, some new surroundings.
1: Yeah, cut away and let him go. But that's a decision that. But, you know, Coach Cheens has got to make – I saw a stat that stayed on Monday which quite surprised me, which said the Tigers have won one game in the last 14. You know, wow, one game in 14. It's been a disappointing
0: That's start, yeah, mate. Like with, Disappointing start. With some of yeah. those signings they made, I thought they'd be doing yeah. a lot better. It's been a really disappointing mm. start. And you, you wonder about poor old Brett Kamali, who was post left posted at the end of last year. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he didn't win many games and now – Tim Sheens no. has come in with an army of assistants and he hasn't won a game either.
1: Yep, and, and got the players that he wanted as well. But they still need to get it right around the half of 5'8". Okay, Epi I can't do it all. And he scored a very good individual try. He, he leads well by example. You can see Redcliffe, you know, they play an aggressive style of footy. We need to play an aggressive style of footy. You can only play that ad-lib footy if you're winning the ruck or at least holding your own in the ruck. We don't win the battle in the ruck. You know, Clemmer doesn't win the battle in the ruck. He wants to be a ball player. It doesn't work. They've got to go back to basics. You know, that's the style of footy that that Wayne Bennett is playing. He knows what works. And and Tim Sheens, well, Tim Sheens is no Wayne Bennett, but he knows what works. He knows what's what's going to be successful in the past, and he has to go back to be more aggressive then as the game loosens up. Like Munster scored a try right through the middle of the ruck. He just strolled through the middle of the ruck. Right under the post, look, you just cannot have that in a first-grade side where 5-8 things he can just go straight at the and he got straight through and scored a try. It's just it's, – it's, it's incomprehensible.
0: Well, I guess the only positive for the Tigers is they are finishing games fairly strongly. They did well against the Dogs and then against the Storm, they kept them to just a penalty goal in the second half. So that, I mean that's one plus uh, a negative. No, page. that that counts nothing for me. That Gee, counts nothing just, for me. But I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. I know
1: that's shades of Alan Jones. We run the second <laughs> half uh, eighteen out of twenty times. It doesn't matter that it was twenty nil at half time or twenty four nil at half time. We won the second half. Don't take me back there, Horsey. Don't, don't, don't do it to yourself. No, it's not good. No, it's not okay.
0: good. Okay. All right, here's some well, here's some genuine good news. You're playing the Broncos this week. They've won four from four. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's <laughs> move on. Let's, let's move on. Uh, let's go to another man in the hot seat, Anthony Griffin. What well, did you think the Dragons got this right by coming out and saying we, we're going to look for a new coach? We're letting we're letting Anthony know in advance that so we don't we don't go behind his back. There's just no nice way to do this, and I, I feel sorry yeah, for. Yeah. What
1: I don't I don't think they're going. To, I think they should have kept it. In the house, they shouldn't have gone public and told everyone. But then, when it gets out,
0: when it gets out, they look sneaky. They look like they're knifing him. They've been up front. The story got (laughs) out.
1: Now it's a distraction for the rest of the season. You know, it's a it's a major distraction for the rest of the season. If they'd have said nothing and just continued on with with Griffin, they get through. Then they sack him at the end of the year, and that's all over. It's end of the
0: season. But then, who they going to get for a coach? Who who they going to get for a coach? If they leave it that late, who do they get as a coach? There's no one on the market. That's the problem they've got. It, That's the problem with teams, there's, unless there's teams are running last. People,
1: there's always people on the market okay. now. Is Anthony? What's his name? Um, um, Flanagan's looking for a job, isn't there?
0: You know, someone. Well, Bellamy. Bellamy could be looking for a job. Bellamy
1: so that, could be. looking well, There you go. Yeah, but so, so what?
0: Chance, but if they wait till September, them. Bellamy, the chances of Bellamy still being on the market in September are slim. So they need to make inquiries now. So I'm with them on that. It's a. Tra- it's the problem for clubs who, unless they are last when you can get rid of the coach, oh, look, we're running last, see you later, mid-season, gone. But if you're in and fighting, if you're inning and fighting for the top eight, it's very hard to say to the coach, we don't want you next year, because they could go on and win the comp. Well, last I mean, the Dragons could still go on from here and make finals and and, and compete. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, you're well, based, based on, on what, what, three games?
1: Based on four games, yes, I'd say that, yes, yes. Where, where are they? they they're uh, not in the top eight. Where are they? They're probably down around 15th or 14th. You know, they've had 40 points scored against them in the last two weeks, back-to-back 40-point losses. They led eight, six at half time. So they've got major problems in that team. Um Carl Benny Hunt tries his ring out every week, and uh, there are problems in the club. Yeah. It's not just Hook. Uh, there are other problems there. I'm in, in in the gong. I can hear I hear whispers. Yeah. I hear whispers of what's going on. Yeah, you're so the gong it's not mole. Just Hook, I'm the gong mole. And um there's other stuff going on down here behind the scenes, which people in Sydney don't know. Um that's and juicy. that's what's uh, it's been but it's been there for a while. Some okay, other well, problems
0: in the club. Right. So what should have happened is if they don't think Anthony Griffin's the man, because clearly they don't, because they've made this call before the season, then they should have just got rid of him. They should have just got rid of him. Got someone, in, got someone in for this year, and then look for someone for next year. And you've got to remember, like Benny Hunt
1: and and Anthony Griffin, are, they're very close, you know. So there's there's the coach and the captain. Um, yeah, they're trying to explain away their their terrible form at the, at the start of the season. They're, they just, they just, they just clock off. They have got the ability, but they clock in and they clock off, and they're more off than on. You know, I don't know why, but um, it's, that's uh, that's it, the it, other problem,
0: Jim, it, isn't it? If if Griffin sits down with someone to have a conversation about, mate, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to lift your game. The player could easily look at him now and go, "Well, mate, they don't even you want you. Here. They don't yeah. even want you here. So why am I listening to you?" Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's well, a mess well, they, of
1: them should, right? they should they should listen because he's the coach. He's the bloke in charge at the moment. So you know they've just got to they've got to, as I said before they've got to dig themselves out of this hole. You know, uh, we we were one and one and eight or one and nine there in '91, and and we had Locke, Siren and many Elias, myself, Tim Brasher. We had to dig ourselves out of. St. George have got that sort of players in in their team, and they've just got to all pull together like Benny Hunt does. Follow Benny Hunt's lead and just hang in there for the fight. If they can hang in there for the fight, at least then it might be 50-50 at the end of the game, so they
0: can jagger win. Also, also under the pump, uh, the referees, after a few uh, dubious decisions, what did you think of the Brad Parker pass from Manly, which would have ended up in a try to Tommy Dravojevic, but was called back yes. for being forward? Uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. I, I thought yeah. it was okay every day of the week. I don't yep. know how the referee called it forward. What do you think? I agree with you. I think they're looking too hard. They're looking too hard at these passes. There was, there's been a few this year, and that was clearly yeah. backwards out of the hand, really? and the referee, worryingly, was in Worrying beautiful, beautiful positions. Position. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's only the 30th minute of the game, and people say, oh, yeah, there's still plenty of time left, but still, it's an opportunity missed, and you only get so many chances to score, so that was an absolute howler by the
0: referee. Yep, um, and Graham Anisley has it. come out and said that was a fair pass. It should have been allowed. Of course. So, yeah.
1: of course. But, so, so what, what was he thinking? How could he make that decision? You know, he's got 200 first-game games. How do you make that decision when clearly it's not? Now, he, he was there, so I can't understand how he got it wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there, and... What about Tony Messeroff, the Manly CEO, saying, "Oh, it could cost careers and blah blah blah." Where were these comments, Tony, last week when Parramatta were robbed when Regan Campbell Gillard scored from a pass that was fine from Gutho but was called forward? That's what I'm saying. There's been a few of these ones where referees, I don't know, they're looking yeah. too hard. They think, "Oh, that's forward." It's not. It's just not forward. Anyway, yeah. did you did you did you look at the the, the
1: obstruction the, the yeah. try that was tried? The John.
0: Johnson let's scored? let's go to that now. What do you think? Mm. Obstruction, no try. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely obstruction, yeah, obstruction,
1: and the referee allowed it to go. He was, he was, he got in the way. Uh, he, he couldn't get in to make the tackle. He obstructed. Who, who was it? Uh, Me? Who, no. Who was it? Um, but he, but Jimmy,
0: was it? he was it was Reed Marty. But he wasn't in Reed front. Mooney. He wasn't in front of Johnson. He was running as a support player.
1: Yeah, and he got in his way, and he could not. But he can't. If, if you're
0: running as a support player, Jimmy, you can't be worried about. Oh, hang on, I better get out of Reed Barney's way. Your well, priority's got to over. be to, to be in support to take the pass. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't run over the top of him when you and backed that's what up. When you backed up Gary Bridge, who set up so many tries for you back in the day, yeah. did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you worry about? Oh, hang on, here comes Steve, folks. I better get out of his way. No, you run, into, you run into
1: spaces, not faces, mate. That's the secret. But he was you know, running yeah. into space, Marnie ran into him. He was. He's running at
0: faces. He was running run into person.
1: <laughs> he was running at the person. He took him you out. You know what? He, he intentionally took him out. He, he knew did. Exactly that's what he garbage.
0: Was doing. He didn't intentionally oh. take him out.
1: What, what decade are you in? You're stuck back in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you, mate, mate, you're getting too much away. sun. You're getting too much <laughs> sun down on the gong there on the beach. That <laughs> that was a clearly. Oh. He should have been called back because if, if you look at it last year, would have been last you would have been called back? Would have last? no, I don't I think, think so. Was, oh, oh, I could give you half a dozen examples where it was called back <laughs> and the referee let it go. Um, anyway, yeah, well, look, you know, it was, it was it was a hometown Harry decision,
0: it squared the ledger, mate. Because and you can't say hometown decision because what about Adam Pompey who had the ball stripped by Army Kickout, got the ball back, scored the try, but they said, Oh, it wasn't a strip. The, the behind replay clearly showed kick out playing at the ball. Oh, you forgot that one, did you? Righto. Okay. What about, um, <laughs> what about Tyrell Sloan from the Dragons? This, I hate this, and you appreciate this as a fullback. I hate the fake contest for the bomb. And I'm talking about blokes that come flying through who I believe are just trying to take out the fullback but are looking skywards as if they're going for the ball. Cameron McInnes arrived for that ball five minutes early took mm-hmm. out Tyrell Sloan, mm-hmm. and what do yeah. you know, the ball just lands nicely for Nicara who gives it on to Raymond and they score for the Sharks. Mate,
1: it's it's been happening for 35 years. So the ref should it be able is, to spot it. The ref, referee should be able to spot it, but they don't spot it because they, they get... Sometimes referees have just got no idea. They've never played fullback. Yeah, it's like you have to have, a, have an understanding of the position to understand that he's taking him out. they were, they were taking him out. You know, back back in the eighties, they're still taking him out now. And referees say it, it's okay. It's 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 not okay. You know, it, it, once the fullbacks left the ground, he can't be touched in the air. You know, once he's once he's left it, and all fullbacks jump. To catch the ball, you can't touch him in there. It's, it's a penalty. Don't, why was it allowed to go? Because I they
0: say, think. "Oh, McInnes had eyes for the ball." That's garbage. And I see it every week. They just—it's a tactic to take out the fullback so he can't catch it, and the ball could go anywhere. It's a lottery. It's um, a lottery. But yeah, as long as yeah. you keep your head in the air, it yeah. looks like you can. It looks like you're competing for possession. Yeah.
1: And even though I know you're two foot in front of me, I know you're going to be there somewhere. Mm. I just—I look at you. For, I zone in on you. Then when I get to you, five foot away, I just look up the ball and jump. That's okay? No, it's not okay. It should be a penalty. And they need they need to fix it up. But as I said, they've been doing it since Steve Jackson back in 89 when he took oh, me out no. in the grand final. They've been no. doing it
0: 89. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. an haven't, haven't changed. It's still oh. there. <laughs> we'll have to look at that one on replay. Uh, you've got to get to mate. You've got to move on. Hey. Did you <laughs> gone in the background? She went, stop it. Yeah, I think everyone's saying stop it. It was 40 years ago, mate. Yeah, uh, Let it go. Jimmy's code word of the week time, 10% off your next order at George's Fine Meats, Cherry, Brook, great tucker yeah, but, down there. Jimmy, what do you me, got? Before I give you the
1: code word, should I not give you the top 10 blondes?
0: No. Oh, it could be tight. Okay, let's do the top 10 blondes. I can see where you're going yeah. with this. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give you the top 10 blondes. Let's okay. just rip
1: through them, mate. This is from 1970 to 2022. Now, number 10, an honorary mention at number 10, Viliami Kickout.
0: Oh, mate, he won't be blonde next week probably.
1: Well, he's got the blonde hair. He's yeah. not very blonde. The skunk. I can't really can't really pick him as a blonde, but he gets a mention there at number 10. Okay, so number 10, Ian Schubert, the Roosters fullback, flying flying winger and West player played with Shuey. He comes in at number 10. Number nine, Russell Rusty Fairfax from the 70s and South Sydney as well. Great fullback, was old Rusty. He's number nine on the list. Now, number eight, I've got Gary Bridge. Yeah. Gary Bridge, the Tigers 5'8", and Roosters 5'8". Bridge was a great player. We started our career at Balmain together in 1982. So at number eight, Gary Bridge, and I put myself there at number eight as well. Oh, give you yourself go. a wrap. Beautiful. So,
0: <laughs> this so, is unprecedented. So
1: Gary's come in at number eight. Number seven, Wow, what a great player this, this blonde was. A blonde bombshell back in the 60s, Les Johns. Yep. He was about 11 stone, such a talented player. Such I a thought you said player. it was from the
0: 70s. Yeah,
1: he said, I said from the – well, yes, he did He did play in the 70s. I, I did say <laughs> 70s onwards, but he did play in the 70s. So Les Johns qualifies at fullback, Australian fullback, New South Wales fullback. Can they be great, Les Johns? Number seven. Number six, Gary Freeman. Gary the Wiz Freeman. Wiz. The Wizard. Okay, great Kiwi and Balmain player uh, is the Wiz comes in at number six. Number five, I've got, from modern day, I've got Pappenhausen. Yeah. Ryan Pappenhausen, the great fullback. Uh, number four, I've got Darren Lockyer at uh, number four. Number three, Alfie Langer. Yeah. Great player, Alfie Langer. And Now, it's hard to believe, number two, there might be some conjecture about number two, but number two uh, in the 10 blonde greats of the last 50 years, I've got Peter Sterling. Yeah. Mm. Even though he's bald as a badger now, he did have long blonde hair he and a good a good sized mullet. So he comes in. I thought he was going to be
0: your number one. So I'm very intrigued two? as to yeah. who's your number.
1: Yeah, he's coming number two. So who do you think number one is? You got me. Uh, I, uh, what about Paul Taylor, the Parramatta fullback? No, you, you're half right there. Paul Surenin. Oh, of
0: course, Paul yeah,
1: Surenin, the yeah. Swedish blonde blonde bombshell. He comes in at number one. There's three kangaroo tours, 22 tests, whatever else he's done. The big zero uh, is not the number one blonde in uh, my list. How about do you that? Know,
0: do you know someone who I had who you probably won't re- Well, you might remember him, but he had really snowy, snowy hair. He wasn't one of the greats of the game. Uh, a Forward from Manly, Glenn Ryan, back in the yes. 80s. Remember him? Yes.
1: Yeah, Glenn Ryan was a good player. Played against him many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I suppose I just made it more of a... Um, yeah, I know what you <laughs> It was, it was a hard list. Yeah, it hard it's, list. A, it's
0: not easy to get on. I'm sure Glenn and Ryan no. won't be offended. So no. let's go back to the code word of the week. Code word of the week is sirenin.
1: Yep. Sirenin is the code word.
0: Right, up, beautiful. Okay, done. Number okay, one.
1: that's blonde the, uh, the blonde bombshell.
0: That's a great list, Jimmy. That comes off the back of last week's uh, top redheads. If anyone's wondering why we're doing the blonde list now, uh, big news also: Joseph Swali'i off to rugby union at the end of 2024. Uh, so he'll stick with the Roosters, but Phil Gould has come out and said that um, he should go now. Bye-bye. Ta-da. You've made your decision. You want to play rugby. Um, let's get get him out of the game now. What do you think? And, and should, he be, should he be allowed to play State of Origin for New South Wales, which is one of the, the pinnacles of our game? Um, I'd let him go now. Oh,
1: it's, it's going to be a distraction for the rest of the season. It's going to be a circus at, at the Roosters. It's going to be a circus. I don't know how they're going to manage it. Um, everyone's going to be talking about it all season. Uh, no. He, he he shouldn't be picked for um, state of origin, uh, and and I would let him go now. I would let him go now and say, off you go, you can go and pay him out and let him go. It's going to be a distraction for our game. It's going to be for our game. We don't we don't need it. Do you know. they tried this fifteen years ago with Lottie Takiri and and Matty Rogers, they came in and uh, played big money. They're just doing it again. It's just history repeating itself. Uh,
0: let's be on the front foot and just say bye bye, bye bye Suwali. Oh, look, ideally, I want to get Swali'i back into rugby league. So I think we should allow him to continue playing and we should allow him to play State of Origin because he'll play Origin. You'll think, wow, how good is this? He'll go and play some a test match for the Wallabies, uh, which is not so exciting against Wales or whatever. And you'll think, you know what? I prefer rugby league. I prefer State of Origin. I'm coming back. I will tell you what, Lockie Miller's not getting 1.6 million dollars a year, but he is worth every cent for the Knights, isn't he? He's playing great footy at fullback, filling in for Kalen Ponga, yeah, uh, a late, yeah. si- a late season signing from the, Sharks. the Sharks. By yeah. the year, Jimmy, yeah,
1: no, he's he's gone well, and, and particularly at fullback, you need to you need to be safe, you need to be error free, make a difference when you come in and and link. So he's doing everything right, and there are lots of mature age players at, at 25 that are coming through. Um, that that are ready for the NRL. You know, if I look back here, uh, will will Warbrick yeah, Warbrick from from the the Storm? He's twenty five and he, he's just scored his, his first try on the weekend. Uh, he's he's did really well as well. He, in fact, I meant to mention to you earlier. He's a silver medalist in the twenty twenty Olympics. Another Olympian. He played he was picked in the in the sevens.
0: Ah, there you go. For New Zealand. For New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Lockie didn't Lockie Miller. He played sevens rugby for Australia. I'm not sure if oh, they won. Not they since they have, won gold. They but, might have
1: played each other, mate. They
0: yeah. might have played each other.
1: There you go. But there are there – are, and, and that's what that's where you can find some, some good buys. You know, uh, the Warriors have done it well. They picked up a number of players who were playing New South Wales Cup the last couple of years that are still with the Warriors. You, you've got to be smart in your recruitment. You've got to have some cash left aside so you can pick up those players. And, and as you said, Lockie Miller doing a great job there. I just want to give
0: night. a quick wrap to uh, Manly prop Josh Alloyer, eh, who took ownership – very humble uh, for that um, loss to South Sydney because he dropped the ball in Golden Point, which is just, you know, catastrophic in extra time. He's just mm. come up with a turnover. And to his credit, he fronted up to the media and he said, Hey, that was not good enough. I'm a senior player. I take full responsibility for that. And I own it and I vow to turn things around. I thought it was great. It was great. No, yeah. no hiding, no yeah. Yeah. running away it's from pretty, the media. Yeah. He just stood up and owned it. And yeah. I thought, yeah. Well done. Yeah. 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 He, he he's
1: they've got a really tough pack, and I think they've got a really good, really good sort of culture in that in that in that manly side now. So he's one of the leaders, and um, you know, so to to own, to own up is is a big thing by by anyone to make it so public.
0: Fend at the end time, Jimmy. You got anything? I mean, I've got something that bugs me a little bit. What about you?
1: Ah, uh, look, I just think the referees just they need to still get it right. Yeah, the, the Tommy Turbo one. I don't know how they rule that that. There wasn't a try. I just think, how do they make, how do they get it so wrong? <laughs> it's things like that which are so crucial in a game, you know. Um, and yeah. but the footy's been great. And there's one decision, so many right decisions, but that was clearly a, a, wrong, a wrong decision. It was clearly onside.
0: You know, I don't know how referees can. I think, it. Um, I think keep the powder dry because I think there's going to be worse clangers than that through the course of the season. Uh, my one is Manly and Newcastle. I can't wait for this game. In round five, this is awesome. Two fierce rivals dating back to the 90s, you know, Chief Harrigan, Spud Carroll. Where are they playing? Mudgy. I mean, I love Mudgy. Glen Willow Field, it's, it's wonderful. Holds about 7,000 people, but yeah. not for this game, Jimmy. This should mm. be at Brookvale or at Newcastle, where they've both spilt blood on so many occasions, not in quaint little Mudgy. It's like taking Canterbury and Parramatta and playing it at Bathurst or Manchester City and Manchester United playing at Hull. It yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Play yeah. it where yeah. it's meant to be played. Take yeah. Manly can take their game against the Gold Coast, the Mudgie.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, look, there's not be too many times I, I agree with you, but on this occasion I do. You, you're spot on. Um, yeah, yeah, you'll only hold 7,000. It should hold 20,000. It
0: should be at a home, the home ground. Um, I don't well, know why they yeah. take to the budget. It's old just, rivalries. It's... We need to keep fostering those old rivalries. Not yeah, take them to country yeah. venues. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not for, because, I'm not for a good. second saying don't yeah. play the country. I'm saying yeah,
1: because that's and that's exactly why they're doing it because. They don't have yeah you know, city country anymore. So everyone's got to give up a game or go to the country. Yeah, and but that's take why a different take
0: a different game to the country. Yeah,
1: well take a different game. Well they're taking this game, so oh. it's going to be it's going to be a blockbuster. So you know what? When they go to Mudgie, there might be seven thousand there, there might be fourteen thousand there. They'll be on top of the rooftops. They'll be on top of the toilets. They'll be everywhere. It's going to be one of those uh, memorable occasions for some little kid that's going to motivate them to want to play this game, and um, that's why they take the to the country.
0: Jimmy, well said as always.
1: Sturla in the background too. I can just see yeah, Sturla's the, up there, the blonde yeah, blonde in
0: the uh, bookshelf there. Sturla, one of the greats, yeah. with his blonde hair. Uh, great list and great show, Jimmy. And thanks again to you yeah, and uh, to Five Thank Star you. Real Estate and George's Fine Major Cherrybrook. Uh, we'll chat again next week. Hopefully the Tigers can get off the bark. <laughs> <laughs> Easy in so, the boys. Well, I look
1: forward to talking to you next week, buddy. Okay, take, take care. Run eye and follow through.